1: Hello and welcome to another episode of What Why, but this is something a bit different. It's a condensed version. It's our favourite conversations about tricky subjects, revisited and reduced into bite-sized chunks. Hello and welcome to another episode of But Why, the podcast that's all about digging into big questions and tricky topics via honest conversations. This week we're going to be looking at expectations which is actually a really fascinating subject. We were meant to record this episode last week but I had a technical error and that I had my microphone the wrong way around which means I've been mulling the subject for some time and I'm really looking forward to getting into it. Anyway, a bit about my guest. Hornabelle is an award-winning journalist and author. She's the former executive editor and global lifestyle head of Huffington Post. She won Stylist Rising Star Award in 2019, Reds Magazine Big Book Award in 2019, and she's published three works of non-fiction and most recently her first work of fiction, which I was lucky enough to read an advanced copy of and absolutely love. As actually still think about the characters a bit, I feel like they're my mates so that's a compliment to your writing and that is called case of emergency and we'll be talking about it a bit today without further ado let's get cracking when i think of expectation i kind of was raised to be ambitious and to yeah to aim for quite high things all the time and and you know there were inherited ideas and in some ways they're useful because they've given me a lot of motiv- motivation to to you know shape particularly the career that I've got but yeah it that, there's a very important thing about checking in about whose expectations mm. they are because you sometimes just can't you don't even realize that, that that they're inherited or that they're societal or they're inherited from Instagram maybe I think the first thing that pops into my head is around parenting but like <laughs> this, this expectation of what parenting should look like and what kids parties should look like and it's these these are all imagined things aren't they that it's like trying to remember but what you want somewhere amongst it
0: yeah I th- I definitely think so I mean I've made a um when I say decision it's not a final decision it's just kind of currently where I am but um you know for example I would say around around love life I mean you you know this Um, you know, my sort of like story around this. But, um, you know, my husband, Rob, died in 2015. And I think that that was a real um, defining point of between, you know, having spent most of my life working towards meeting someone and getting married and then getting married. And then that relationship just being wonderful but also so difficult mm-hmm. and then I think after he died just thinking okay so well what happens now you know what what do those expectations now look like for me mm. because he died when I was 34 there is just no real template for what happens when you are widowed at that age there, mm. you know there just isn't and um, you know for example I think it was people sort of asked me to like read certain books or whatever, but they were all by people who were, who had lost their partners much older than me, mm-hmm. and that has been a real journey in terms of the expectations because really the expectations don't really apply to you because what's you know how deeply inappropriate would it be for someone to say in the um you know in the immediate aftermath that I should get remarried, mm-hmm. um but then I think after you know sort of a few years pass um I have been thinking hang on not not around getting remarried but just like okay so what does that part of my life look like
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I, I didn't know what I wanted and I didn't feel like I wanted that and so on and I think like during the pandemic I just had this really clarifying moment where I just I know that this sounds so um this is this might irritate a few people but I just realized I didn't want any of that. I don't want to get remarried. I don't want to date because it it might turn into something serious. It doesn't mean that the door is closed on it Mm. at all. And in the same way that I'm so open to like all and any types of connections. But I think a big part of that was realizing that, uh, have you heard of that term, the relationship escalator? Okay, so the relationship escalator is basically what tends to happen, super heteronormative, Mm. tends to happen in a lot of heterosexual relationships where you are working towards meeting someone, you then meet that person, you then move in with them, you get married, you have kids, blah, blah, blah. There's always like, there's a sort of like escalator of goals, Mm -hmm. right? And I was like, oh, my God, I do not want to be on the escalator. I mm-hmm. want to be on a flat treadmill like the kind you get in an airport where mm-hmm. I'm just going past and I'm meeting cool people mm-hmm. and I'm dating them. And it doesn't have to be this massively heavy weight that is attached mm-hmm. to every single interaction. And it mm-hmm. then became, sounds slightly messed up, less personal in terms of... um having to attach this importance to every single date that I went on but then the flip side to that was it also allowed me to be a lot more open and a lot more myself Mm -hmm. in those scenarios and I think the reason why I didn't enjoy dating was because it just felt so twisted to me in terms of not knowing what I wanted out of it Mm -hmm. and I think when I then made that decision I've had the best time with dating um I don't know how to explain it in any other way other than, because I know that there are there are women, especially, and friends my age who really want to meet someone who have never been married or want to get married or want to get remarried. And I just now know that that is not for me
1: and that's not going to make me happy. What I now am beginning to learn is my, yeah, my love language, my way of showing things is doing stuff where someone else's might just be showing up or it might be, and you can be so hell-bent on trying to expect people to be like you want them to be you're actually missing what they're doing for you and because it it, it looks different and yeah doing things because you're 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 hoping to be repaid (laughs) is is a road to nowhere
0: yeah it, it really is I mean I used to do this in relationships where um you know, I would hear of like things that my, let's say my male friends would do for their partners, right? Mm-hmm. And, and um, or, or just, you know, very overblown kind of like um, th- things that they would have arranged at a hotel and, you know, um, or, or just like how they celebrated their birthday parties or even how they proposed to their partners. Mm-hmm. And I would think, oh, you know, um, so Rob, my late husband, I was like, oh, Rob doesn't really do stuff like that. Or like when I was dating other people, they don't really do stuff like mm-hmm. that. The truth of the matter is that I would have hated it if, because I'm not a massive fan of people either buying me stuff or doing, you know, massive displays of affection like that. Like it just, it, it's not something that works for me at all. So A, I, I would have hated it, but B, you you're absolutely right in that there were ways in which he and other people have showed their love, mm. which were were very true to who they were so it was there in plain sight all that time Mm -hmm. but it's mad it is mad how you know you just look at other people's relationships or other people's careers and you think oh you know if I had that thing I would be really happy when actually I don't know that that's always the case.
1: On the idea of like exceeding your expectations I was scrolling through your Instagram and there was a post about um, going, we, I've got to talk about powerlifting at one point, going to the gym when you're on your period and just like, I'm going to hate this, I'm murderous, I'm not going to lift well. And then once in a while you're like, oh, right. This turned <laughs> out better than I thought. Where What are moments when you've exceeded your own expectation? Um, with regards to just anything in life or when it comes to powerlifting? Either or both. Okay.
0: Um, I think... That the times when I've exceeded my expectations have been uh, definitely there are some examples that I could give from my career, perhaps. So, for example, yes, I've got a fiction book coming out in July and I never really thought it would happen. It was just something that, um, you know, I, I wrote really bad Uh, snippets of, of fiction in my 20s which I think thankfully have just been you know lost to the ages and no one will ever read it ever again but I think it was so bad and I think I did send off bits of you know my fiction to publishers who um sorry to agents who rightly so were like um this isn't quite what we're looking for you know the ideas aren't really developed um Because I think I was trying to write a literary novel. I was trying Mm. to write a novel that would make people think I was really clever. Basically, there's just no shying away from that. And I think that over the years, especially during my 30s, I mean, I appreciate that I I have published nonfiction in my 30s. But I just thought that fiction was just not going to be this thing that would happen for me and that I and I didn't really have a compelling idea um, that I wanted to write about. And then again, this like pressure cooker of the pandemic, I just realized from the type of books that I read during that time and the things that I really enjoyed I just decided to write a book that I would enjoy reading
1: thank you for a great conversation we've really like wiggled through a few things but it does all tie up doesn't it and it's it, yeah that being honest with yourself is is the one that is the most challenging I think it is because it's hugely confronting
0: mm. it is hugely confronting but also it's not just about being honest with yourself you then have to action the things that out of that conversation which can be incredibly hard when you realize what those things need to be
1: yeah and also I think you can get stuck in your own thought patterns which become so familiar that you don't even realize that it's a a particular thought Mm. and you're like oh wow there is actually a completely different way of looking at that yeah and that shifts everything yeah so there that's my big takeaway from this but thank you so much for your time second time around it's been amazing (laughs) thank you